Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Welcome back to a new fresh episode of Missing Curfew. I'm Shane O'Brien, as always, at Action Park Studio with my boy Scotty Upshaw. What up, Bobes? Captain Connolly. We got a Hall of Famer in the house. We got a future Hall of Famer. One of our boys from back in the day. Over a thousand NHL matches, Stanley Cup champion, Olympic gold champion, world champion, champion. It's oh, like enough. it's like Tiger oh, Woods, this fucking guy. He's won it all. <laughs> oh, <no>. Our boy <laughs> Ryan Getzlaff. Getzy, what's up, buddy? I'm good, buddy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I looked up your your wins and shit last night. I was like, fuck, I can't write all this down. Like, you guys won everything. Well, it happens. <laughs> it happens. I've been pretty fortunate. I, some guys are just winners, hopes. Pretty fortunate. Winners fuck broads. I, I, I want to. <laughs> my boy, my boy Jeff Gill the other day said that winners winners win. Yeah, that's what they do. Jeff Gill loves that saying. Yeah, have you won it. on every hey. level? Are you like? Are you one of those guys? Um, I've been, uh, yeah, almost every level now. So I've been pretty fortunate in my career. That's for sure. He learned from the best. Yeah. Mr. I, Scotty Niedemar. I think he's won on yeah. every level too. Yeah. Right? He was pretty good. Yeah. He was yeah. all right. Hey, <laughs> not a bad skater. <laughs> yeah. So when he walked into actual park, he said, this place is pretty cool. And then we showed you the, the infamous Kevin Connolly knob. What were your, what were your thoughts as a guy who was put up? Over a thousand games. What'd you think of the knob that Cons is rocking? Stick, they're stick shaming me, Ryan. They're stick, they're stick shaming you. Yeah, the they should. Not just for the record, they should. That is a Connor McDavid stick. Is okay? it? He's that's cut what he uses in the games. It's cut down a lot, and and that's the exact one he uses in in his matches. I'm convinced of it. It is. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee his knob doesn't look like that though. That looks like a knob. You don't wear gloves when you play, right? Well, no, but if we're going to really get into it, yeah, because, well, no, I have, you have holes in the fingers of your gloves because you're playing on the beach in the parking lot, and there is a method to the madness. I know how to fucking tape a stick. Are you oh, sure? Uh, he must be just holding on to the stick too tight if he's got holes in his gloves. Yeah. No. I you, thought, know, you guys one day can come out and watch for yourselves. I thought maybe I would like that. Where's the invite? It's yeah. they're out there. We can Where go do we go? Venice this. Beach and kick some guys' ass? Santa okay? Monica. And they, right. take them, they take it very seriously out there. I think he he has that stick by the by the door in case anyone breaks in. He just beats him with the knob. <laughs> no, no, no. That knob, I'll, I'll pull out like the a... pistol grip fucking Mossberg <laughs> if somebody breaks in, bro. But also, thank you. Getzlaff brought me a jersey. He's going to land on, on the main wall, boys, between McDavid and Crosby. I was hoping. I was hoping. You could bring your own jersey. I, I'd have put it up myself if I had the <laughs> tools here. But I said it's nice to have a guy up there that finally, like a captain that will drop his gloves for the squad up there. It's, it's nice true. to have one. Which, which I know you respect, Con. Does Sid, does Sid not drop the gloves? He well, Sid mixes it up once in a while. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, that's what I still love about watching what gets you play. Like, when things are going a little sideways out there for the Ducks. Totally. I'm like, I, most games I would turn off right now, but I don't get stuff. going to go in here and do something. <laughs> yeah. something. Well, I learned from the best. Yeah. 
Just duck hockey. saying, we used to fight the way out of the building if you weren't going to win. Yeah, that was our that was our method that year in Anaheim, right? Like, oh yeah, every guy was like, if we're going to lose a game, we're going to fucking at least fight our way out of it. Yeah, yeah you want to follow the guys that fucking go face first, drop the Mets. How many how many curve fights you got? Do you know how many curve fights you got? I don't. No. Who's the Who's the toughest like most meathead guy you've ever had to fight? Like for any fourth Ooh. liners or? I fought. Uh... <laughs> I don't Fourth know. I fought McCormick and Buffalo one off the face off. He was a little third. squirrely. He played a little squirrely. I was gonna say yeah. usually fourth liners don't get out of the ice. <laughs> I know. Like, but fourth, hey, when you play thirty minutes a night, I guess he's down. Every, coach usually yells at me if I fight a every, fourth liner. But. Every time I played against Getzlav in my career, I'd see his, I'd be on the ice and all here comes Getzlav's line over the boards. I'm like, fuck, there goes my shift. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, get him. I remember we played you guys Nashville uh, against Anaheim. And I remember this? Remember one. that series? Yeah. Fucking Randy played the piss out of Getzlav's line. Like, Getz, was playing 35. I'm not lying, right, Getz? Yeah. Like, finally, I looked down the bench to Randy. I'm like, play another fucking line, would you? <laughs> like, I can't get on the fucking ice here. Getz is about to die. Like, <laughs> man. Maybe that hey, was their Getz game plan. Did. Keep O'Brien off the ice. Yeah, <laughs> that was our you, strategy. Yeah. <laughs> no, you should have went the other way. You, you knew I would take a minor or something eventually out there. But. Getz, did you know that Andrew Ladd beat up uh, Obi? And, wow. and, beat me no, up. No, he didn't. You, beat won, me no, you got the best. It was a spirited bout. You, now that you've seen the fight, don't put it. We're, spirited we're, bout. Well, who would you give the decision to if you didn't know? I, him, would, you give, still... I would give you the decision, but it was a spirited bout. He won the early rounds, and I got him in the championship it rounds. It looked like... Yeah, you yeah. came, you came, you came strong late, but I, it didn't look good early. I'd take you on the back end any day. Uh, Six. Yeah. So <laughs> let's uh, let's yeah let's get into your career, Ben Getsy here. Up, you got a great. You played for the Calgary Hitman. Up, you got a great story about Getsy. Yeah, yeah, Getsy's one of the best troopers in the game too. By the way, he sure is. It started young too. We both have the same agent. Actually, all three of us ended up having the same agents. Jerry, Look at that, hey? Jerry yeah. Joe, Jerry Joe, a little shout out. Uh, so Steve Kotlowitz. and Steve Kotlowitz. And Manny, Manny D'Souza. Manny, yeah, it's TSC, a big team. Baby. TSC you guys got a lot of people rolling. Sports on Corporation, TSC, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm 19 years old. It's about November. I start in the NHL, play play my first nine games, get sent back to junior. And uh, my first game, we're playing in Kamloops against the Calgary Hitmen. And on the Calgary Hitmen, there's a young fucking superstar named Ryan Getzloff. Same agent, so I knew about him. Hadn't really met him yet, but... With the frosted tips. He had some tips. He had some flow. (laughs) I mean, flow out the back of the helmet. (laughs) I fucking just... He had the puck on his stick the whole game. So, you know, I come back. Everyone's excited. Upshaw's back on the team. but So they had me on the power play, and I'm playing on defense. Oops. Yeah. And I can't fucking hold on to the puck (laughs) at all. I think I'm still a little, you know, a little... My head's still in the NHL at Madison Square Garden. I'm I was actually in Anaheim when I got sent back. So I was just in California. I got to fucking go play the next night in Kamloops. So I'm on the point, and I hear someone screaming at me on the bench. From from there, we're lined up in front of their bench. I look over, and this fucking Getzloff's on his feet. He's like, fucking up, Shaw. You suck. You can't even hold on to the puck. You know, and I couldn't. It was, it was, I couldn't fucking handle it. And so I look over, and I'm like, Getzloff, fuck, I was just in the NHL yesterday. They gave me a million bucks. Now I got to fucking come back here and play against you fucking idiots. Like, you think I want to be out here? So basically, like, you know. There's not a lot it. I could say There, after there that, wasn't though. much I could say, but I guess who's getting the last laugh now. Yeah, right? Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. now he's jumping about the wall. I guess he's got a few yeah. more million in the bank than you. But guess just talk about playing the dub a bit. Like, What's the dub? The W, uh, it's the Western Hockey League where, where these two guys played. Uh, Getsy played for the Calgary Hitman. So Getsy just, I mean, I love the way you play the game. Obviously, the WHL helped with that. Yeah, I think the you know the Western League was was built a lot like that. Like when I was going through the dub, it was you were big. Like we were, there was fights every night. There was a lot of that stuff going on, and you learned how to play kind of the hard games. And 
Um, and the junior in general, I think you, you learn that. You we play 78 games or whatever it is, um, which is close to the NHL schedule. You're on the bus. You're doing all that stuff. So um, got to learn how to play the game the hard way. Got to play in a great city. Calgary gave me a lot. Um, spent four years there um, learning how to be a pro. Uh, you know, being in Calgary, we got exposure to all the NHL clubs that yeah. were coming through. We played in the same rank. Um, so that place has always kind of been home, which Did is those nice. NHL guys big league you then? Or? I'm well, a couple I'm guys a, big league. I, I used I, to give sure. it to Iggy all the time. <laughs> yeah. We were at the Olympics. I used to give it to Iggy because he, Jerome uh, uh, McGinley, for that matter. He, uh, there you go. He was yeah. in, Thank you, Gessie. Yeah, I got you, like, Conley. Don't worry. The Iggy yeah. could mean a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot of guys could mean True. Conley. So the, so the Calgary Flames play in the same barn. You know the same arena, right? As, I know what bar means. The Calgary Hitmen. Yeah, so they, they sell them. So they share the ice. Their rooms are, you know, right up, like right up the hall. So basically, the junior kids gets to watch, gets to watch the NHL guys all day long. Oh wow! Yeah. So so basically, you get that feel for it, and and you know what he's saying is again, it was probably like, oh, who's this fucking guy coming up? I mean. Oh, he didn't know who. At, at some point, I'm going to be fucking fighting him. Oh yeah, he, he walked right. He walked past me a couple times yeah, when I was in totally. junior. So no, was, no, yeah, because when I was in Calgary, like I would, I would actually go to my way to see the junior kids. It was actually a little more refreshing for me than talking to some of the guys in my own Calgary Flames dressing room, right? Like, I'm like, hey, boys, what are you guys doing here? And then, like, Cam O'Leary, and I love Cammy and these guys, they yeah. walk right by him. I'm like, Cammy, would it fucking kill you to say hi to this fucking kid? He probably looks up to you. But... Yeah, they walk right past us. Well, I, have, I have a question. Um, I know, I, Obi, I hear you and Lupo, you guys talk about Cincinnati a lot, mm. right? So is that, what league is that? So that's the American League. That's, that's the American uh, League. Yeah, that's uh, the, our, our affiliates for the NHL. That's the clubs. AHL. AHL, yeah. Yeah, I guess you didn't spend much time in that's that. That's the league. jungle. <laughs> oh, the jungle. I but spent that, a little is time that the down step before you go. Yeah, that's the American League. That's where you know where, where guys go to develop. Like AAA baseball cons would be right. the same it's thing like AAA as that. Baseball. So. Okay. But and, that's, and the WHL is where on that? Below that? Yeah, that's junior hockey. So WHL and then AHL and then you go to the well, pros. Well, there's a couple other leagues like the East Coast League. That's under the AHL. But right. guess you came down for a little cup of coffee with the boys in Cincinnati and Portland. I did. Well, I came up to Cincinnati. You came up that to Cincinnati. Heck. So you came up just for the playoffs that Just year? for the playoffs, yeah. We actually played this dog. We played this guy. Freaking Milwaukee. How, how oh, many yeah. games did you guys? Did you play? You were in Milwaukee, up dog. You're fucking you right, Bruce City, baby, Bruce City. Yeah, we were good in Milwaukee too, and we'd always battle Cincy. Oh, you lost to the Ducks, though. It was our you guys. <laughs> lost you guys to the Cincy were our Ducks. Rivals. Yeah, but fuck. Game Mark seven, Popper, baby. Were they the Cincinnati Ducks? Remember, we beat them, and then we went on to play Chicago, who had an absolute wagon. Oh man, they had like Stephen Weiss and all those boys, oh, yeah. and they were flying to games. Console Chicago <laughs> would fly to games. Fucking the Chicago man. American League team. So we would leave after the game in Chicago, jump on the bus nine hours to fucking Cincinnati. Yikes. Well, they would stay and then get on their private bird in the morning and, and almost <laughs> beat us there. It gets like, oh, yeah. we like get off the bus. We're like, holy fuck. When do we play again tomorrow? <laughs> Shit. Oh, buddy. Remember that? Remember when we lost in Chicago? We, I, I like, do. I wanted to go home and they were like, well, ride back on the bus with the boys back to Cincinnati. And I was like, okay, whatever. And it took us like. Almost 14 hours to get home because there was roads that oh, were closed. Oh, yeah, we got and- stuck in construction. Oh. And fucking the worst part is we ran out of booze on the yeah, bus, too. That's, that. when, that's when we really started panicking. Well, I learned it- how to drink beer on the bus, though, that trip. <laughs> yeah. that was, but at do this that stage junior. of the game, do you know that Getzlaff is like a special guy, special player yet? Or has he not hit that stride yet? In the NHL? No, in the no, yeah, no. Like for sure, on- Cons, for oh. sure. It was just a... It was the lockout year for one, right? Yeah. So yeah. it was the the AHL became like a young NHL, um, right. high great league high right quality here. league, fucking tough games every night. Still a lot of rivals, but you had every team's best young players 
down in there. And Getzi will attest to this. Young kids nowadays don't really get a taste of the AHL anymore. Um, you yeah. look at guys like Shea Weber. Uh, I'm going to just throw out a bunch, but Ryan Suter, him, Pears, Penner, Lupul. They all had to. They all had to go play in the minors at some point. Whether it was just you like know five they, minutes, they, it could or be five, five minutes, years, five right? games, fifteen games. Um, some teams just knew that you know you had to keep young guys kind of in check and realize that the NHL is a fucking is the best league in the world, and it ta- it takes a lot to stay up here and to be here. But we all knew Getzi was going to be a fucking incredible player and a Hall of Fame guy and a fucking career uh, Anaheim Mighty Duck. I hope you're on so, the Hall of Fame voting ballot. I am. I am. You got I hope vote. you get on there. If Mr. Curfew gets on there, you got our vote here at Mr. Curfew. Thank you. I appreciate We're going to do a Mr. Curfew Hall of Fame anyway. Yeah, we go. should. But Fuck. Oh, that would be an interesting know? Hall of Fame. On right? and off. That's a Hall of Fame. Fame. I want to be in. Whole different yeah. set of... Uh... Totally. Of morals. Getsy, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to ask you about back in the day of these World Junior teams you played on. I remember watching you guys... You know, I was in the OHL then, obviously, and, and just how good you guys were. And they still talk about you guys being, you know, you played the two years, right? Like, yep. the, being the two best World Junior teams ever. So just as a young kid, I know you represented your country a lot, but that team was a fucking wagon, right? Yeah, it was a special. Um, obviously, the first year was I was the younger portion of that, but we were with our group that are of 85s that basically all kind of came up together and um, – and we went, and that was one of the biggest, I still to this day say that was one of the biggest learning curves I ever went through as a player because we went over to Finland and we ended up losing in the gold medal game to the Americans. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and tough loss. That it's was when loss. the one bounced in, on Flurry, right? Yeah, when Flurry you. shot it off the back. No, oh, he shot it off he the back off of Coburn. Coburn and it oh, went in. And, fuck, I yeah. remember that, yeah. Those, Con, you those feisty that. Americans. Yeah, that was it, hey? <laughs> Just never give up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that was, I mean, that was still one of the biggest learning experiences in my career, uh, having go through that. And then I that next year that. we came in and again, we were talking about the lockout, how much the league benefited the American league. Well, the Western league that year was awesome because all of us guys that were supposed to probably make our NHL debut ended up back in junior again, cause we weren't allowed to play in the American league. That's right. So we played that whole year and, and you know, and after that, the, the world juniors were at Christmas. So it was we had everybody there, and um, what a fun team to be part of. And that was kind of a, a, a great learning experience on that end, too, because I got to be part of a team that was expected to do everything. We were expected to win. We were expected um, to dominate, and we ended up going through that tournament the way we wanted to. You know what I love about Canada and, and, and hockey? In America, you, you, nobody cares the way the country rallies around the world juniors and all. Yeah. You don't get that here. You don't talk about, oh, my God, the uh, the Cyclones, the Island <laughs> Cyclones are fucking making a big run. They're taking – it's like it's either the big leagues or, or, nobody, or nobody cares, right? And, yeah. and like the World Juniors, it's like a big deal, right? Yeah, you got the nation behind you, buddy. And literally. And girls are just all over you the whole, the whole two weeks, especially if you play – you play in Canada? Was it North Dakota? We played in North Dakota, yeah. Okay, half when, did the, when did Canada. the Americans win the World Juniors? Oh, they've done well. They've done well lately. Yeah, yeah they've done a while. They have a good program now. <laughs> people yeah. were Fucking like, Miracle on Ice. People Fuck were like, sense. hey, congratulations. I'm like, on what? <laughs> on <laughs> like, what? The World Juniors are like, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, really? <laughs> Boys were buzzing. You didn't, you didn't have, you didn't <laughs> have it on the TVs at gold, about. did you? Yeah. <laughs> Boys were buzzing. <laughs> I know, and back That's Canada, always a safe one to say. Hey, and back in Canada, the people there is nonstop. Like, you wake up Boxing Day. Even when I go home still this day, like, I wake up Boxing morning, I'm excited to watch that World Juniors. What, is the, players, what is the youngest uh, league or age range where 
that that people can still get fired up about. Like, okay, no, that's not true. Like the Little League World Series in yeah. the U.S. Yeah, people could get it's a little a fired event. up, get a little. What's the youngest sort of age range team? Juniors. World Juniors is probably. Oh, and the Pee Wee Quebec tournament is fucking oh, legit. Yeah. I never that's, played that. So if you're that? talking no. Little League World Series, that's East. exactly what it is. Is it like yeah. the Little League World Series? I played Series? in it. Yeah. I got a, I got a fucking Isn't that the one where your name's on the trophy? What is that? Your name's on what trophy? You got um, participation medal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but cons, to answer your question, Pee Wee hockey is 13 year olds, so little, okay. little League. And Quebec, uh, Quebec has hosted this tournament for over fucking. F- it's got to be 60, 70 years now. Gretzky's playing in it. Lemieux's oh, playing wow. in it. And Ovechkin's the best players in, in the world come? Yeah, yeah. They bring so, teams? So it's, a t- it's, it's 300 teams separated in five divisions based on population or wow. quality of hockey. So um, my hometown team of Fort McMurray went one year. It was like 93. I was a young peewee kid at the time, 13. And we played seven games in a row. And if you lose one game, you're out of the tournament. But every game is played in the NHL arena, the Quebec Nordiques old arena. So you win one game, you go on to the next. You win that one, you go on to the next. And fuck, we won seven. Winner, go we, home. And on the last day, <laughs> the last day are the championship teams. And there's usually five games, five divisions. And fuck, you go out there. We played a team from uh, like Rampart, Quebec, or I don't know what the fuck. I forget it now. Yeah. But we kicked the shit of them. I think we won 5-4. I scored my only goal of the tournament, game winner in the final game. Of course. And this team in Fort McMurray is First sitting rounder. with 40,000 people, and we'll talk about when I brought Getsy up there for my golf <laughs> tournament. But it exploded. It was like the coolest thing forever, you know, for, for anyone in, in that town. Well, and Edmonton has that brick tournament, too. That's, that's a pretty no, big. That's a novice one, yeah. correct? Yeah. And yeah. that's Mike Comrie's old man, Bill Comrie, yeah. started, started the brick, but also started a, a tournament played in West Edmonton Mall. Yep. Believe wow. it or not, in the mall, in the arena there. And these are kids, again, invitation from all over the world. Um, and there's a lot of NHLers coming out of that tournament. And is that when parents start to get feisty? No, no, they start now. <laughs> That's when the moms... I have a nine and seven <laughs> yeah. year old that I no. go to the rink and parents are. <laughs> the moms right, are they're getting crazy, licked. right? Like at nine and seven, the parents are like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, but... yeah. They're all trying to breed breed an NHL player. Right. I know. Before it was that easy. Every time I go home, I, I run into people who have kids. They're like, so my son's playing AAA now. Obviously, you think he's got a chance? I'm like, eh, maybe. I don't know. What chance is the next guy? I mean, if I made it, anyone could probably make it. But he's a novice. I would say just take a breather. Less but. is more, parents. No, but yeah. ser- but seriously, what do you, what you must you get that a lot, right? Like, yo, you got to check out my kid. He's blah blah. He's this and a that. He's, right? There's yeah, a lot of that. I mean, yeah, I went and watched my one my one buddy Jason Craig's kid Colby play and. Just what Getsy said, the intensity of the of the parents at this game. Like yeah. I went down and stood in the corner with him. Like he was standing by himself, and he was intense. But then the fans, the parents yelling in the crowd. I'm like, wow, this is this is next level kind of. Listen, stuff. I'll get calls from people be like, yo, my kid is so cute. He's a movie star. He crushed it in Romeo and Juliet in the school play. <laughs> nice. I think the kid's the goods. Do you yeah. have any advice? I yeah. said, do I you do. have an agent I for do him? have advice. <laughs> yeah. Run yeah. 100 miles an hour in the other direction. Yeah, you didn't, the you didn't see. The answer is so, no. Cons, you didn't see. I brought headshots with my kids. You did? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <up there>. And <laughs> they're good looking. Take they're a look at them. Right. Tall, handsome, I blonde hair. Chance. I mean, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> you know, it's Yeah, just your bad... life's terrible, Cons. No, I'm saying, but it's a bad road to come down. That's all I'm saying. If you end up there and that happens, but like go to college, finish college, and then if you want to be an actor, you go down that miserable road. Yeah, no, I've been on set with you for long days. You you, uh, you got us in the movie Entourage, and you warned us going in. He's like, oh, it's it's kind of like 
you know, me be in the water, be coming on the bench for the game with the boys. Like, yeah, it's cool in the first period. Like, hey, get some. <laughs> Here you go. Here's your water. Grab a towel. Good shift, Getsy. But if it goes and into, then you can't bail. In the if, third it period, into, if it goes into if it goes into double overtime, you're like, Getsy, get your own fucking water bottle. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Getsy, let's let's uh, let's turn the clocks back a bit. Obviously, you've had an amazing career, but let's go back to where it started, where we, me and you met, buddy. The draft in uh, 2003. Obviously, with you, you do Paris or your relationship, and and just talk about when you first came pro. What guy for you that year, your first year, was it maybe a veteran guy that took you out for dinner, maybe missed curfew, uh, that kind of got you in the league and got you going? <laughs> we missed curfew a few times back then. Hey, that Ducks team missed good. the curfew a lot. Yeah, we had a nice time. Yeah, was I didn't even know there was a curfew. That's probably why you guys First won. couple of years. Good yeah, teams, was good teams yeah. who win have fun and fucking play hard. Also, pre-social media, right? Yeah. That changes things a lot media, for these yeah, young kids. There wasn't a lot of... Single Getsy was... There was a single Getsy when There was a single Getsy, yeah. We had a couple good years. That was pre-social media, though. We had a lot of those kind of old school guys like Marshy and and Tamo. Um, wait, wait, who's Martin? Mar- oh, Todd Marchant. <laughs> Todd Marchant. T Bone. T Bone. Is he yeah. an assistant GM yeah, now, Todd Donald. Marchant? Like, what is he? What is he? Uh, no, he's a director of uh, player okay. development. So he still works scouting. With the Ducks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes care of all. Our Do you young remember players. in Vancouver? We're talking. We're going to talk about the Roxy again here, Con. Oh, so Roxy. these guys love. You haven't been to the Roxy yet, Con? Cathedral. So Con's just a Disney movie there in '98. Up, up, and away. Just I'd love to see you in a Disney movie. Uh, Disney Plus, check it out. <laughs> Secretariat too, wasn't that a Disney flick you're into? Or yeah, but that was a movie. This is like a oh, like a Disney movie. I was, was in like, Vancouver. I might have yeah. gone to the Roxy. There so we go. we had a good. Our, well, this is the year they won the cup, but we we were so good that we got off to an unbelievable start. But anyways, we go through Western Canada, and our whole team goes out. Young guys to old guys. Marchant Pronger ends up at the Roxy. Of course, like for so for Chris Pronger to show up at the Roxy is like a, yeah, it's a fucking big deal, right? But. That's how our team was. Like from Why? Young guys, Why is that a big deal? He's not. Was a, he like Luongo? He's a was superstar, he never... like you know, right? Mm-hmm. But he also prongs was kind of like that whole year. He was like, "I'll party when we win." Was kind of his mentality all yeah. the time because he was his whole mindset was like he needed that cup. I like it. And we traded for him that summer, and it was kind of like our team was all it, that team was developed, destined to win that cup that year. And was he the captain that time? No, Niedermeyer. You, you guys gave up Loopel for him. Got it, yeah, we gave up Loops. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, better come in and win. But yeah, anyway, so for him to go out was it, it, he didn't do it very often. But that group we had, we had old guys that kind of did both. Uh, they showed us young guys the ropes of how to not only how to go out, but how to show up the next morning. And that was the biggest thing that we learned when we were kids. That a lot of times they don't now is that um, it didn't matter what you did at night; you had to show up to work the next morning. Right. I have uh, a question was- that I've always wanted to ask somebody. <laughs> How when you are going to become the captain? <laughs> well, serious. Am I'm I that serious. somebody? Or how, you, no, you are that somebody. Okay. How, when, how does it come down? Yeah, you took my chair. You are that somebody. Get, that you're going to get the, both you. Obi's bent hey, out of shape. Obi, yeah. just, for, just for chair. our listeners, Obi is pissed chair. about this chair. Listen, hey, listen Kevin no Dillon loves... gets the boot from that chair when Bob Saget's in the house. Gary Busey sat in that chair. That's just the way it goes. It's the guest chair. And no, listen. I know I love Ryan Getzlaff more than anyone, but we got. We, I think we got eleven episodes in the can. I come in for this one, and, and you shift me over. So he's wore, it, he's wore that in really nice. How does it come down? Really how does it come down that you're going to wear the C? Do you suspect it's coming? Do you know it's coming? How does it happen? Um, well, mine was a little different than obviously when I was young. I came in, and Scotty Niedermeyer came there the same year that I was a rookie, and. It's Scott Niedermeyer, so they just kind of just said, you're the captain. And, he uh, became the captain, right? Yeah, they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're going to come sign with the Ducks, and you're going to be the captain, and then we're going to go on and win things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, I think that I, I kind of came up. Uh, my mentality was just that that's what I wanted to do as uh, 
Cheers. Cheers. Wow. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Hey, cheers. Right. Cheers to that before the story is <laughs> finally. For those of you listening at home, Upshoulders banged his wine glass right off the, the microphone. Mic. Yeah. He so was cheers in us. But anyways, so it was kind of a – I felt like it was going to be a natural progression on uh, the way I uh, I got to come up. I didn't get rushed into it. I didn't get pushed into it as a young player. I was uh, – got to learn from Scotty. Prongs was our captain for a little while when Scotty took a little vacation there for a year. But, you know, I got to watch these guys for, for four or five years before I was named the captain. So, um, But anyway, so then Saku Koivu was on our team – um, he'd come from Montreal. He was another, obviously, captain for a long time. And um, and we did a vote in the locker room. Randy just wow. said, he was like, we're going to do a vote, blah, 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 to make sure that things are the way you guys want them within our room. And, and yeah, and then I ended up uh, getting the captaincy that year. And uh, me and Saku had a talk uh, before it happened, and he was great about it. He was uh, supportive, you know, kind of understood that I had been here this long and that I was kind of going to be here for a long time. And you were taking over the reins. He's got yeah. a Jeter vibe about him, doesn't he? Yeah, he does Supported have a Jeter, Jeter vibe about him. Going in the reverse, how, uh, and again, I don't, whatever, I don't, why do I give a shit about the San Jose Sharks? But when they took the captain, the <laughs> C off of Joe Thornton's jersey, I was sick. Yeah, that, that whole situation in San Jose was. Uh, it went from three of them, right? It was hard yeah. to see. Yeah, they did it from Patty to. It went from it Joe to Patty to Joe Pavelski, right? Yeah, but they took it away from, from cool. Jumbo and. And, and Patty, Patty Marlo, and they right took away. the assistance away one year, and yeah, it was kind of what a weird. What is that about? I don't know that. That to me was a a very weird thing, and I remember talking to Joe about it. And I don't know if you've met Jumbo before, but I don't know. I've Joe been a Thorne. big fan of his yeah, since yeah. he started playing. He's an absolutely great dude, and um, and his whole mentality. He's like a big kid, so he kind of. For him, he probably didn't even it didn't even phase him. I'm sure he was just kind of like, well, well, I just like being at the rink. Really, so, though, whatever. I mean, well, yeah, of course. For me, it way. would. For me, it would. A hundred percent. I would be like, you know what? If that's, but if that's the direction the team wanted to go, I'd be like, totally. okay, that's fine. That's the direction you want to go. But I, I'm gonna move on. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to give up like, the C as well. Say, look, I don't think I can do the job. You give it hey. up. Clark Gillies gave up the captaincy to Dennis Potvin. Right? <laughs> well, <and> I think. <laughs> hey, here we go. Speaking of jump, like, something funny about that. Hey, speaking of something funny about that. Speaking of jumbo, last you, major sports franchise to win four in a row. You got go. a problem there? Here we go. Did you ever see Getsy and Jumbo go right off the opening face-off? Getsy, tell us the story because obviously you did it. But well, this sounds like a social clip. No, this is yeah. This is fucking in the playoffs. Cue that up. How'd it go down? Because I remember watching fucking I had goosebumps being like fucking right skets. How did it go? Oh, it was down? awesome. It yeah. was uh, that was when hockey was still fun and we yeah. did we did stuff like that. But yeah. it was uh no, it, we went into we we were the eighth seed, San Jose was number one seed, and we ended up we we were up three I think we were up three one on them in the series, and we were in San Jose and Jumbo was like he came up to me like when we were skating around before and he's like, We're going. And I'm like, No, we're not. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, we're fighting. And I'm like, no, I'm not fighting you, Joe. And because uh, you guys were up in the series, because right? we were up three yeah, one. So and you, I was you, like, you don't want to change the yeah, momentum, Carl. Right. I yeah, fight on my was, terms. Big our team Joe. was, yeah. we were, we were flowing, and we were obviously the underdog in the whole series. So it was kind of like, it doesn't I'm make like, any I'm not, sense. For yeah, you to I'm take like, that there's fight. no advantage to me doing this. And yeah, so I was, and he's like, well, I'm dropping my gloves. I'm like, well, you're gonna look like an idiot because I'm not fighting you. So, um, so he doesn't. He he. He slashed me a couple times, followed me around a little bit, but then it kind of just went away. And we ended up losing that game. Um, and then so I remember sitting in the locker room and Paris sat beside me for years. And uh, and so we were game six at home. We were up 3-2. Um, and I looked over at Paris and I was like, 
we were just about to go out, and I'm like, I'm fighting Joe on the face-off. And he was like, he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yep. And so we went out there, and I said to Jumbo right off it's the hop, I was great. like, that's a good cap. That's a and fucking, I was like, fucking good cap. I was like, Jumbo, I'm like, we're going. Like. And he's like, okay. And then we fought, and then we ended up winning game six and won the series. And so I was just kind of like, that was and one of those that's momentum a fucking fights. leader there, Carl. <laughs> one of those guys on the Islanders. Lee did it though. Lee, Lee fought Tom Wilson. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I lead that guy. Fucks. Was I'll it a credit. spirited bout that you had? With it was. Guys. It was fun. He, he I, and I never fought Joe before, and I don't know. That might have been the first time I fought a guy that had arms that long. Like I'm, I'm a freak. big guy, so you normally like I can kind of stretch guys out and. <laughs> But yeah, oh, Jumbo's I mean, long and he's fucking yeah. tough. And too. he's like, tough. I was like, when I saw it was gonna go down, I'm like, all right, gets like, because I know Getsy can chuck it, but Jumbo like, can Jumbo? Can yeah, like, man, back like, in the like day, he, yeah, too, big, right? strong, righty, like he's yeah. bigger, like taller and Getsy, like yeah. just just watching this whole thing, watching him tell that story, just him and Jumbo, two guys that you just look at and like similar paths on their career. Jumbo hasn't won, but like two guys that. Their players love to play for. They're both fucking big and strong. They're freaks. They hold on to the puck all game. They have fucking how many assists? I don't know, a thousand assists. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Jumbo's got a few. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Two similar guys. You just love to see that shit. That's yeah. hockey. That's exactly what you call it. And at hockey. the end of every fight, every, when you guys say good fight or whatever, the only person, your boy Lupul, the only guy I've ever heard curse at a guy like when they're breaking up the fight. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> you Everybody's like, good, good, good fight. Yo, everybody congratulates each other except well, we Lupul. Could, we could look up that fight really quick, probably. Right? <laughs> it was probably a pretty <laughs> short one, too, right? I would imagine it's short. I don't think there's too many of those. Spirited. Spirited. Yeah, so seriously, though, like, that's the, and I was part of the ducks organization that's not what you learned c- coming through yeah, right yeah. like that's was ingrained in you and you still like you text me a couple times this year fired up about stuff that happened and you're like man Obes, it's just different now and i'm like you know you can still see that you have that competitive edge and we talked about it throughout the playoffs like you know if things aren't going your way that's how you know we used to deal with it let's change momentum let's get physical and and now i mean you're still in the league obviously it's just it's not like that right no it's it's just different i mean there's there's so many things that are so many things about our game are different now. Uh, not all of them bad. Some of them have moved the game forward, and and some of the things I'd like to see go back to the way they used yeah. to be. But because I remember even my first year, we we went into uh, Calgary and we were we were uh, seven or eight seed. I can't remember, and we ended up playing the Flames that had a, a a great team. We took them to seven games, and same thing in that series. We Francois Boschman fought Aginla, yeah, that and was knocked unreal. him down and. And it was a good fight for both those guys, but it gets it, everybody it, fired up. It pulled right? the whole momentum for our team, and we end up winning the series. Yeah, it and did, you just don't see yeah. that that much anymore. It didn't help this year. Your team was super, super young, right? Like well, yeah, this year, yeah. You guys, it was you and Miller, maybe one other guy over the age of thirty. Hey, hey why are you guys say that on the air? Man? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying you, you would benefit from having a fucking few other guys that you could crush beers with and talk about good old days, <laughs> like well, fucking yeah, having ha, just having a, a guy. And I, what I think Shaddy's going to bring to that trying team. Trying to get a right contract. Gonna say, <laughs> he's going to be a good addition to the he's team. He's going to have Shaddy. Uh, who else did you guys add? Um, Shaddy would be yeah. great. Yeah, but we, Shaddy is Shaddy is exactly what you can bring. Like he will bring old school back into your lineup, especially for you. You just need yeah. a, good, a good a good guy that has like little coffees and Baileys with you in the morning and fucking shoots <laughs> the shit. And, and Getsy, as as a captain, do you ever have to grab a young guy or a new guy and like? Not that you gotta blow up a spot, but do you ever have to pull somebody aside and say, "Hey, man, that's not how we do things here. Like, yeah, we don't do that." And like, you know, I'm yeah, the captain. Fun. This is how we. This is how it goes. Or you can pack your fucking shit. Yeah, it's funny when you bring that stuff up. It's it, it that's been the biggest like change um, that I've noticed. I've had to 
actually talk to people about how to how to change, how to deal with kids now and, and kind of have a different approach. Because when I was young, when we came in the league, if I did something stupid, Chris Pronger would kick a garbage can at me and tell me I'm an idiot and, yeah. and that I can't do that. Or whatever, yeah. or Randy would kick us in the ass, and <laughs> you know, not physically. Not not physically. I'm not trying to get Randy in trouble. You <laughs> said that's not how it works. So listen, before you keep going, so Randy Carlisle was our coach, and Randy would abuse us young guys. Norris Trophy winner. Norris Trophy. Me, Pence, Perry, and Getzy. And Getzy was the only one that had enough balls back in the day. Like, okay, Randy. Yeah, well, he knew he could. Because yes. Getzy yeah. knew eventually that, you know, you were going to be everywhere. But I remember Randy would just be all over us and Getzy like, yeah, okay, Randy. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, me and Randy had our bouts. That's for sure. We had a lot of, we had, had a lot of fuck you matches yeah. out there. That's for Captains sure, and coaches always do, though. But when that's players why are yelling, start. a lot of times I always wonder when player, I know that a player is yelling at a coach, you don't turn around and look at him. You you yell at him, but you're looking at the ice, right? Oh, no, I, I did a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. Are, are but you that was, fucking kidding me? But you know what? That was, you know, that's one thing that I learned as a, you know, as I got older is not to do that stuff. That's a, it's not really how you deal with things with coaches and stuff. And, it, you, you know, he's not trying to embarrass me and I don't try and embarrass him. Right. If I have a problem, generally it's, we do it in the, the office after and, yeah, and kind of hash it out. You're but, just an emotional guy though too, right? Well, like, yeah, it's like, just the way I And play. I had that problem and obviously I wasn't, you know, just an average D-man, but I wasn't trying to, like, embarrass him, but I was Above just, average. Above average. Thanks, Kenzie. But I was pissed. 500 so next, plus. Next thing you know, the coach is yelling at you. You're turning back. You're like, fuck you. And and you're totally right. You learn as your, as your career goes on, right? As I got older, I'm like, okay, yeah, listen, yeah. he's yelling at me. If I'm going to talk to him. Some guys are the whipping boys. After, yeah. Some guys have a leash this long. Yeah. Obes, you and I. We had a leash fucking Fuck, it was, yeah, wrapped around little, my neck. A little short three-footer. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I probably needed that. Eh? Guys, yeah, probably, probably, it could have brought yours in a little further. <laughs> no, it actually got to the point where I would actually tell the coach, like, listen, we have a lot of younger players. You can fucking rip me to send a message to them. Like, it's just part of the process of them learning. They don't, they can't, you can't chirp these guys. You can't rip them. But if they see but you why fucking, not? They say, why? It's, so, the game has changed a bit. It's the way they've been brought up. There's a lot more of the, like, positive reinforcement as, a por- right. as opposed to the negative stuff. And, and you see every, something. I, I deal know. with, I deal with it with my, even my kids now coming up is that, like my oldest went to a tournament and he was at a, it was a track meet or something at school and he got third place and they gave him a ribbon and he came and brought it over to me and he gave it to me. He's he like, I, he's like, what am I going to do with this thing? He's like, I don't know why they gave this to me. I didn't win. Yeah. And I was I like, like it. Yes. That's good. Oh that's exactly right. He's a competitor already. Yeah. No, we don't need the participation stuff. And that's, but that's how hot, you know, sports in general, a lot of it is like, and life in general. I mean, even in the business world, you're seeing more and more of, the entitlement, you you belong to, you're, you need to be there before you earn it kind of thing. And, and so the kids, a lot of them, the problem is, is that you say the wrong thing and they just kind of either shut down or they, they spite you. Like yeah. when Randy used to give it to us, it's not that we, you know, wanted to play harder for him, but you almost did it just to, because he was in your face. Yeah. And like, or pissing if, you off. Yeah. Or if like prongs and those guys got in my face about things, they'd earn that. And that was kind of the thing that was like, well, if he's yelling at me for it, I'm probably messing up because you yeah, know, he's been in this league a place. long time. I think it really does come from a good place. Yeah. But if you if would you okay, if you you have, so if you have you have kids, what what method of coaching uh, again, assuming you take the physicality out of it, nobody can touch your kid, but would you want your kid to be coached sort of more the old school version or the new school version because maybe there is something to be said for the positive reinforcement. I don't know. I think it's a, it's just finding that mixture. I think that that it's a fine line. But I, I, 
all the coaches that I've been through with my kids, my kids play baseball, football, hockey, everything. And, uh, and all I've asked of them is just to hold my kid accountable for things. That's it. And, you know, whatever else happens, um, if he's not doing what you expect him to do, then hold him accountable. Right. Whether that's sitting him on the bench or telling him how it is, uh, you know, they don't get in his face anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Um, at that age, my kids are, my oldest is nine, but, um, but it is that point where I like, I, I remember I went to a hockey tournament and my son was being an absolute, you know what, on the way up there. And when we got to the tournament, I told the coach, I said, he's not playing the first period. And the coach said, <laughs> Sat him down. and he goes, he goes, why? And I said, cause he was being rude to his kid or his siblings all the way up here. And the coach was like, perfect. No problem. And so he sat him you know, on the we bench. We can really he... use him on the power play. <laughs> How about if we agree that yeah. we just put him out there on the power play? <laughs> can you put, put a half wall? <laughs> uh, but that's I just mean, it. The coach was like, he was like, you know what? He's like, that's great. And he sat him there and that, but that actually, was good. So it's about accountability and not necessarily kicking him in the ass or humiliating 100%. him. It's about accountability. I have a story about that back when I was a kid. I was, my dad was my coach. And this is actually when I was a goal scorer. So. We were up a lot of goals, and I come down. My dad's like, I, the guy was wide open, and he's like, pass the fucking puck. So I pass over to him. The guy misses the net, and I come back to the bench. I'm like, see, this is why I don't fucking pass it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And back then, you could touch your kids. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> hammers me against the fucking wall. He said, have a seat. Next thing you know, gets you up. They come back to tie it up, and now oh, I'm sitting on the bench. He's once, like, yeah. so the assistant coach, his name was Yogi. He was like, fucking put it in my dad's. Like, if you want to put him back on the fucking ice, you go tell him. So Yogi came down. He's like, get back out there. Scored the OT winner. I was like, see, dad, I told you what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah. So your dad coached you too, right? Yeah, just a oh, novice. Yeah. This is so a novice, boys. My first year, uh, second year of Pee Wee hockey, it was right when they, they had the stop signs that you had to put on the back of jerseys. You remember yeah. that in Canada? Just so you wouldn't hit guys from behind. So my dad's coaching us. We, we play this tournament in Spruce Grove, Alberta. And my old man's the coach. And I'm obviously one of our better players. First game I go out and obs, I fucking just hammer a guy from behind, right? Boop, five minutes out of the game. <laughs> so my dad fucking sits me down. He's like, yeah, they got the fucking stop signs in the back of the jersey. You got to like, you know, tone it down a little bit. Yeah. Getsy will tell you. I always go fucking full up hard. <laughs> it started, say, it started there's back no stop there's no stop sign. Hey, Second game, I go out first shift. I fucking, I'm beelining at this guy. He turns, <laughs> wham, bam, right in the fucking boards. Kid goes down, another five-minute bench. My dad is losing it on the bench, like to the point where the, the ref is kicking me off through the sideboards, not near our bench, and my dad's ready to fucking, he's ready to come down the ice. If he's ready to come down and grab me. But what, what I did learn back then, though, is like, you know, fucking, you got to just, you got to buy in. The rules are rules. Fucking yeah. tone her down. You can't be just crushing kids from behind. You, you know? learned that, hey? I try. I mean, I try. Well, let's pull up a couple clips yeah, of yeah. running into yeah. the boards because somebody moved. Uh, speaking of whipping boys, hey, though, gotta, I want to talk about the whipping boys because I played for this guy Bradshaw, oh, yeah, yeah. who and this always we play golf obviously at the same club at Big Canyon, and all the boys always call Obes six. Yes. Why? So this is why, Con. So. Yeah, I mean, it, I have a few it's ideas. A, it's a minor league. Well, that was your number in the minors. I, I, wore, no, I wore number six in the minors. So okay. Tell us the story. Yeah, you so Getsy came down to play in the playoffs with us, and Brad Shaw, who actually, without him, I would have never made the NHL. He, he, I got so much better that year. Coach? Coach. Yeah. A, because of the lockout, and B, because of Shazi. Yeah. I wouldn't have been a penalty killer in the NHL other than Shazi, too, in St. Louis. Yeah, Shazi, he's a great guy, but... He would do video and, and just, like, rip the fucking boys, right? And instead of saying, <laughs> oh, Obi, what the fuck is Obi doing here? 
He would say, can someone tell me what the fuck Six is doing here? And then he'd go up the next place. Like, look at Six here. Does anyone have any fucking clue Where what Six is, is six? doing? Where is Six? How is Six not six in the frame? I see the another ice. t-shirt coming here. Yeah, what where the is fuck six? is Six so doing? Getsy, By the way, Getsy comes merch. down. Merch. At, at this point, me and Getsy have been two, through two summer camps. So, so Getsy gets there. I'm all excited he's here. And then Getsy hears this, right? Like, here's like the first meeting. He's like, okay, look at Six. Turn it over here. Look at Six. Fucking spin away. Look at Six. So for the rest of my fucking career, and still to this day, Getsy calls me sick. So we'd be playing against him. That's your new nickname and for me, I was never, 100%. I was never on the ice against Getsy unless I got caught out in the fucking line chain. Unless I got caught in my own zone and came, <laughs> came over the bench fucking health uh, fresh. I'm like, uh-oh, here comes Getslav. So I would line up on a face-off in the neutral zone and against the Ducks, and Getsy would just be like, hey, six, when are you going to fucking turn one over, six? Hey, six. <laughs> And finally, I turned on, I'm like, I'm trying to play a fucking NHL game here right now, but like... We're just having a good time. <laughs> and Getsy's laughing, and still this day... That's a, you, by the way, that's a great nickname. Yeah, so Getsy's yeah. still this day. But I remember just hearing from the bench, I get it, like, especially the Honda Center, ice isn't great, it comes back to oh, me, it's yeah. like, hey, six, don't fuck it up, I'm like... <laughs> that California I tried to ice. get him to number six when he came back to the Ducks for tra- camp I, uh, one year. I signed a two-way with the Ducks, and Getsy's like, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to get Who was six. wearing it? Who was wearing six? Nobody. I don't... Uh, I don't they know wouldn't give it was. to you? No, but was it available like, and they wouldn't give well, yeah, it to you? He, he was like a young guy coming was, back yeah, there. I was like, go- we got to give him a high number. Yeah, I was going to the minors. Was going to, it was just going to be for... <laughs> you want to be 67? <laughs> so right. They wouldn't I mean, wear six. They say he's too big now. So fuck he needs it. two numbers. Yeah, so that's, that training camp, I go on a two-way, and then they signed Sheldon Brookbank to a PTO. William. So me and Brookbank, we are going through this NHL training camp like it's a fucking fantasy camp for us. Like we fucking we know we're not making the team, right? So <laughs> that we was do, a fantasy. Yeah, for us. we that do was... the fucking fitness testing together. Like we're supposed to put us in different groups. Like nah, nah, put us in the same group here, right? So we do the fitness test together. We're hanging out in the hotel like back in the day. I'm like. Billy, this is going to be my last NHL training camp. I'm glad it's with you, buddy. It was a fucking complete shit. Tell you what, I'm not doing this again, Billy. Yeah, yeah. That was it for me. Oh. Do you think ever, Getsy, you could see yourself in the front office GM type guy? Maybe, potentially. And if so... Would you give O'Brien a job? Number six. Yeah. Six. Second assistant. Not look. Th- Might put it in the rafters. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, me Obi, I don't know Girl. that you're, you know, ready for the assistant GM position, but you could be a guy. I don't know. I would take Obi as a guy with to to walk younger guys through some stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. Buddy, there's, there's a lot of guys that I would take. Um, I think now. I'm actually serious, Shane. I don't want you to think I'm being no, sarcastic. I, don't know. I think it'd be. Yeah. No, he is. It's and it's uh, it's exactly what we've just been talking about the whole time. Like that, those guys around that still know how the game was and how it, you know, how we believe it should be played and how, uh, um, and how to direct that. Because it's a lot, it's a lot easier to take advice from someone who's been through it. And you know, you can bring in again, you can bring in superstars, all that kind of things that didn't really go through the daily grind. And and I say this all the time. You know, I talk to our coaches. Uh, I talk to past guys. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily necessarily know how to deal with guys that are in and out of the lineup because I never went through it. Most things in the game I've <laughs> kind did. of been through. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. why you need to change. That's why you I can help you out with that, but hey, missing games. This 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 it's, fucking show could yeah, be called missing, missing fucking games healthy, too. Healthy scratch. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast called Healthy Scratch. <laughs> this is how you do it, Getsy. You say, "Hey, kid, you're not fucking going tonight, all right? Get a skate in and stay ready." <laughs> right. Listen, don't, yo, don't worry about it, Getsy. I'll tell him. But yeah, listen, but, but, you're in the presser tonight. You sit in the press box. Yeah. But stay warm. Yeah. And all honesty, I talked. When I text with Getsy and stuff or talk to a play golf with them, I, I ask him the same thing, Cons, because I think Getsy could be a good, you know, a GM. 100%. Especially for the Ducks, you've been there forever. And 
just has like, that yeah. front office vibe about yeah. him. He's done it the right way. I would definitely, I would definitely lean towards more towards that than coaching. Yeah. Um, I would, I would definitely see myself more in that, yeah, no, that co- side of things. Coaching, yeah, coaching, even. I don't know if well, I would what, ever want to coach. What's the big difference? I mean, aside from the obvious, I mean, coaching, you're like, well, I don't on remember the any drills we did. Skates, right? I mean, yeah, coaching's, coaching's a lot of work. Stuff, but a lot of work. Long it's a hours. Lot of, and a lot of video, video, which I hate more than so that. Video's crushing our game. They but, fucking hate it, too. Um, oh, these guys, these guys were ripping the iPads. How do you feel about the iPads behind the bench? Hate them. Yeah. We took ours off the bench for three weeks this nice. year. Nice. Because I, I get so sick of guys. We. The guys come off the ice and look at a scoring chance that they had. <laughs> like, they're going to have that same scoring yeah. chance again. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I should have won high glove. Yeah, no, I get it. The goalie was there. There's a goalie, too, just so you know. That goalie's making eight fucking bananas. He might not put his glove in that same spot next time Shame. you come down. What is it? Right side titty? Short side titty. <laughs> short, side short side titty. titty. <laughs> Galagetsy can go short side oh. titty. I've seen that happen. But, yeah, no, the there's, there's too much video. But there's also another thing to coaching, too. Like, I... I, I I do a lot of things based on what I see and like it, I in my head it's hard to explain like to a kid like why you do that or how you do that because it's just kind of like I see that so I do that kind of thing and hockey it's, IQ yeah. yeah and it's 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 different there's there's different ways to coach kids and I just don't know if I have the coaching bug. It's even like, and I, and I know what he's saying because Scotty Niedermeyer, Norm, who I I love <laughs> and he's a beauty, he came down when I was in San Diego. And would come down and work with our defensemen. Mm-hmm. And not that Norm was bad at it. It was just hard for him to, like, you could see he was struggling because, fuck, the game well, was so easy for him. Like, how do you explain, totally. like... I mean, I played for Gretzky. It's the same thing. Yeah. Not right. the best players are not going to be the best coaches. Yeah. They might be able to scream at the fucking refs pretty well. Because <laughs> Gretzky could fucking... Well, I learned how to do that from Gretz Gretz could chirp, just Gretz could chirp a ref. So, so could some of the best. But, but when it comes to just X's and O's and trying to get di- guys to deliver like a play that they see in their head fucking over and over again, it's not exactly uh, yeah. it's not But exactly Uppy, perfect. with Gretzky, is it the kind of thing where he's frustrated? Like, how do you not see that? And you're like, yes. because I'm not Wayne Gretzky, so I don't know yeah, or, what or just talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and how do you not see that? But just how to just explain to a guy that this is how it's going to play out. Like, right. sp- playing without the puck makes some of the best players best players, right? Like, right. where to go on the ice, um, how to see a play that's going to happen before it's even made. And that you can't teach. That's something that I think gets you your, you know, some of your boys right now, Ryder and Gavin, are probably learning right now as they play hockey. This is when they're probably going to take in all the information on where to go on the ice, you know, how to, how to fucking uh, support their teammates so, you know, they can continue a play. There's so many different factors that make good players good players. I think they learn it when they're kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's tough, but let's go back to the thing about Tamo, man. That guy could light up a fucking ref, couldn't he? Like, <laughs> could he ever? fuck, I love Tamo Solani so much, by the way. And he would just like, <laughs> the ref, you know, he's like, gets, you can probably tell him about everybody. He's like, I can't believe they fucking pay you out here. I fucking, I'll buy you out tonight. He tried that. to buy out a ref one time. He's like, yeah, I, how much yeah, they what pay are they you? saying? They're like, fuck off. They, yeah. they don't even give a shit, Well, right? with Tamo, they, but that was, again, the same refs nowadays compared to what they were then. Is completely changed. Refs now, you say, I got rung up this year. Rung yeah. up. <laughs> rung up. A little baseball term for yeah, you. Like hey, we're in the playoffs I right like now. I like that. Rung up. <laughs> I got rung up this year, and I literally didn't even. I think I looked at him wrong, and I said something like completely like 
calm. I didn't swear at him, nothing. He's like, 10. And I was like, wait, what? Because he gave <laughs> him a dirty look? Yeah, yeah it was like, a, it goes like an intimidating thing. look. You pulled a Rashid Wallace. And yeah, you there you it go. goes back. You can't, you can't chirp your coach. You can't chirp. Yeah. You know, coaches can't chirp your players. You can't chirp the refs. The fucking game of hockey is about yeah, chirping. but I mean, ref. I think if I was a ref and somebody cursed at me, I'd go, fuck you. I would just curse right back at him. Like, what are you going to And that's what it used to be. Oh, like, you used to get, yeah, you used yeah, to get back do. and forth. And, like, there's still some of the old school guys around that – that you oh, can get shut into up and skate, yeah. you fucking loser. Right. Right. I've had refs tell me off, and like, good for them. I mean, right. I, they, I probably deserved it, you right. know? Like, But, uh, well, yeah, that, that part of the game's changed a little bit, too. I don't think Tamo would survive too many games. All <laughs> Tamo be, and you have to deal with the refs every single night. That was one thing about being yeah. a captain. Does that ever get kind of old some nights when you're like, I don't want to go talk to this fucking guy right now? Like, well, there's because you know of, he's not going to listen, or it's just going to be... Well, and there is definitely some refs that I'm like... And, it, and there's a couple refs in our league now that I... I, I say to my assistants before the game, I'm like, yeah, I'm not talking to this yeah, guy. You got to take this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. you're, you're with him tonight. Okay, I'm yeah. not. Just because the history with them, right? Yeah, we have history, and, yeah. and they just don't take my tone the right way right, or you whatever You just know that you're going to rub them the yeah. wrong yeah. way. Yeah. You're going to end up getting And it's going to go so south quick. So. It's like the ex-girlfriend back in the day. Hey, like, ah, you see her at the bar. You're like, ah, I'll yeah. by you here. <laughs> yeah, no matter if you're bringing the heat. <laughs> stay over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're still not going to stay over here, baby. No matter if you bring the heat or not, she's still ain't going to like you. <laughs> you're like, fuck, boys. I ruined this one a long time ago. You got you to take this. But, Getsy, that's, that's yeah. cool that you say that before the game. So your yeah, sister's like Cam or someone, right? We're like, hey. Yeah. I'm not going to talk to Justin St. Pierre tonight because he's a fucking. Oh, tool. I'm always going to talk to Justin. You like Justin? Yeah, okay, me and Justin get along. Justin, but, he's but got, Justin's a guy that boys. He, he likes to talk more than anyone on the planet. He's got so split like, personalities. That guy. Me and Some I, days he's like your best buddy. I, yeah. I think he gets laid the night before the game. <laughs> he's a good looking guy. He then, probably gets laid a lot well, on the fuck, road. He's got a good tan. Yeah, isn't he? great tan. But then what other days it's like. Do I'd love to interview one of those guys? What do they do? There we need Wes McCauley in here. He's he's Would he be allowed to do an interview? Wes is great. Uh, Are they allowed? Probably he should be not. branding himself. Well, he should retired, have his own so. podcast as is. He's a fucking. I mean, but there's probably weird words. rules. They're probably remember can't talk Paul, much. Paul Dvorsky. Batman's got the I love Devo. Fucking Devo was my favorite ref. Yeah, yeah, I love Devo. Yeah. Devo, you I just talk to him. You know who's good that still does it is uh, help me out, boys. Kelly. Uh, Kelly um, uh, Sutherland. 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 Kelly yeah. was always great. Hey, listen, as you guys know, I was getting a lot of penalties, so. No. I get it. I get it. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I, but the you made better friends with the linesman so yeah, they can yeah. get in there when you were yeah, getting tagged like, a little get bit. Get in unless I'm <laughs> fighting Getzlav, then stay <laughs> the fuck out. <laughs> Let them work it out. <laughs> but yeah, like the guys you, the refs were like, if you could talk to me, it would be way better. Like, yeah. I, I watch games now where, well, kids don't really talk to the refs at all, but I, I noticed that there's no real communication and it's kind of like, some of the favorite parts were talking to the refs. Like, uh, yeah, but, but, totally. to, but to the refs' credit, that I've talked to a few of them about it. And and part of that, when we brought in the two ref system, they said it was so much harder to get involved in the game because their buddy could be calling every yeah, single and, and penalty. They don't agree with it, but they, and they have don't to. agree. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. kind of like so they don't really get that that thing where they're involved in the game. It's more of like they just kind of call it as they see it. And so that part of it um, for those guys, because I have talked a couple of refs brought that up to me. I wish I realized uh, a long time ago that as soon as you get a penalty. The fucking camera goes on you as you go to the box, oh, yeah. and I would just be fucking screaming at the ref. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, my mom's like, oh, "You're pretty your upset." Mom and your dad yeah, my mom's like, "After the game, you're pretty upset when you got that high sticking penalty, were you, Scotty?" Like, yeah, I'm sorry, mom. Sorry, you mom. know he was bleeding, Scotty. Yeah. 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 You cut him above the eyebrow. He shouldn't he got... have said what he said, mom. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of not all lot of veterans out there, Getsy, you are still out there rocking the no visor, which we all respect here at Missing Curfew. How is it out there with every other guy out there wearing a fucking? A windshield, I know, a, a visor, and and you're still out there, you and only what ten guys. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's gotta it's, be weird when you line up. A couple nice scars on your face, cousin. I got a couple nice scars. I was there for I was there for you were there for the bad one. Yeah, you tried to wear the visor, right? Well, yeah, when I got this one, Scotty it was, was at that game. In, in Phoenix. Shane oh, Doan yeah. hit me in the forehead with a slap shot. And it was a, it, <laughs> my Shane Doan turnaround clapper. I was right on the ice. It was either hitting me or it was hitting or it gets off. Where were you on that one? I was in front of the net fucking blocking the goalie, man. Oh, block the oh, you could have stepped into that one for me, huh? <laughs> Sorry, guys. If you're fucking yeah, see, that position, year, I, you've got to block a shot. I actually got 18 goals that year. It's one of my best. And yeah, uh, that was why I was going to the net hard. Oh boy! If you but could, you probably tried to shoot it in after it hit me in the face. Boys, <laughs> I tucked it. I'm laying and on there. And then start chirping the rest. Is there yeah. some nights out there though where you're like, I, if I could take the visors off all these kids out here, how much different that game would be? You must oh, think that, right? Like, like what? How would that be different? What do you mean? Well, they wouldn't fucking be in your you face. Because if you fucking get a stick right here, Cons, you're like, you maybe not go as hard in the corner the next time. So is that is that what it is? Like you're a little bit more. And I've been in a couple fights too where I'm like, oh, if this kid didn't know, because like honestly, I've I've gone gone into a couple fights where i'm like i can't punch until i get this guy's helmet off because if i break my hand then i'm in sense. way more yeah, trouble yeah. yeah so it was like you know that's kind of the <laughs> first goal instead of trying to throw that's a punch true. and get ahead in the fight it's a lot of money sitting up in the stands with that's a, with see a i never had to worry about that in a fight i was like i'm just throwing it away if I well my, you cut those if I, hurt my, if I hurt my hand i get two weeks off fucking <laughs> <laughs> conley where are we going Con? <laughs> Cons, i got two weeks off jumping a bird to vancouver <laughs> They Obi, can't, they can't oh. send me down when I'm hurt. Hey, six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obi and I have talked. I'm I have trying to break my this. hand. Fuck. Obi and I have talked about this. We want to bring back. We want to lose the two line pass, right, Obi? We'd like to see them bring the two line pass back into the game. Gets really. Do you I think like that would be better that. for concussions and injuries? And it would that. slow the game down a bit. Oh boys, this could be game changing. I could play yeah, five you, more you, years. Getsy, if, they, <laughs> if they bring the red line back. Fuck, I'm going to go on to fucking Atkinson. I might come back and try to... They, you can play until you're 50. Yeah, yeah. Does it really change the game that much? It changes the speed of it for sure. Because right. you're you're flying the zone. There's so many guys now that like... Yeah, let's um, blow the zone. Bars out. Yeah, you make a career... I mean, Patrick Kane's a prime example oh, of someone good. that has made a whole career out of it. He's like... Jumps the zone. Gets jumps the zone. He knows. His demon know where he is. Right. They, yeah. You know, it's not that he's... I don't want to say he's cheating because Patty's a great player and, and has played for a long time doing it. But like, well, he's cheating. But he's cheating. <laughs> and it's How like he, he I played against him. He'd sneak he, in behind he, me if I was cherry picking. Oh yeah, he is. But it's it, it's part of what who make what makes him him. I yeah. guess like you know he goes out. I don't want to say block a shot. He go, <laughs> he goes out a little bit left of the lane, <laughs> and that D man shoots the puck. He's not stopping there. He's going no, past yeah, yeah. that D man, and his D man know that. He's out there. He's like, gone. as soon as that puck's like, yeah. and then it's like, oh, well, okay. And it bites him sometimes. But um, but it slows down the whole speed of the game, for sure. And you have to make a play, right? You can't just start rimming the puck. So, like, you'd have to go D to D. And Getsy, this is what Getsy was. Uh, I'm one of the best I've ever played with. Like, just find that little, the center finds a little soft area, and you got to make that pass. But Low and slow, we call that. Low and slow. Hey? Fuck, Getsy, there you are. Boom, thank you. Story of my game. Yeah, you're the best. Even <laughs> when I practice with you in the summer, I'm like, that's how it's done. I'll tell you what, though. It makes it harder on a guy like yourself as a D-man if there's no if there's no center ice because you don't have that out to a winger that's just blowing the zone. You I never make, wanted you, that you, fucking you out have, to the winger. You do have to find a guy like Getsy. You know what? Yeah. You know what now, that, now you can just rip one up the wall and your guy's fucking out at the blue line and he tips it in. Yes, like, which I get it. So now but, it's like. It'd be a lot of icings bringing it back. I I used to fucking stare down our D when they throw be, just they throw just a missile up the fucking wall and it does it's no, near no one and all of a sudden you're tired going back for a fucking <laughs> yeah. icing. Yeah, but that the, would but piss the, you off. I get, but get the a other benefit minutes, that, so. that's yeah. when you took that red line out. That's when six started bringing it to the backhand and making that 
the backhand sauce <laughs> crossing. Uh, I'm just saying he was the best uh, just for that backhand sauce off. I'm just saying you bring that red line back, the boys, are, the D man could step up. It would be a complete. I also different. think oh, they yeah. should play the net. We talked about this. Not play oh, yeah. the net. Let's but see what Jesse thinks net. about this, Cons. Tell him what you think. So you can't play the net. You can't shoot it into the net as a the netting behind the oh but you can't like, keep the puck isn't in that the, the goal in this game was to <laughs> shoot it in the net isn't the whole idea like Collie, I, got just like Collie, I thought you knew hockey the whole point is getting we're just, the we're net. just playing post <laughs> you don't shoot it into the net but if it hits the net yeah it's a live puck we just play it play it where she lies so Ooh. it's the netting but comes down you can't down. play it you can't fire step you know fire one in off the you net. Gotta how do you got to make a determine? pass. You got to make a pass. It's like how do you determine whether it's on purpose though? Well, I mean, I think I think it's I mean, it'd be pretty obvious for the most part, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We get penalties that. for the puck going over the glass I and know. I tell you what, I don't do that on purpose ever. No. And I also think as long as your blade is on the ice, you should be able to direct the puck into the net with your skate. I agree with you. 100% but we've kind of yeah, got and to you're that allowed point. To, you're allowed to. We kind of yeah. got you to that point. You just can't kick it, cons, because no, you, you start kicking direct, it, you're going to slice it someone's cannot be a, cock uh, off. Uh, a direction. You can't make a, a motion like you're trying to do it on purpose. If it hits your skate, but you can't direct it in intentionally. You kind of can now. Yeah, you're allowed. You? Honestly, it's it's gone the as last couple it's years. Not they've a kicking motion. You cannot yeah. like actually kick it, but you can. You can. It comes at you. You can angle it properly and like give it like a little. Can you do that really? Yeah. So yeah, you can give it a little. Yeah, yeah they kind of just little direction. Last couple of years, they've changed it more and more, leaning towards your rules, buddy. So as long as the you're skate, an innovator, as as buddy. Listen, you're, you're ahead the of the game. Hey, listen, you and Batman are tight. You love Gary Batman. Why don't you call, Island, hey, yeah. call Batman up? Best commissioner in the, hey, listen, in the world. Hey, listen, let's play the net. Commissioner in professional sports. Let's play the net. I was actually having this conversation with Brad Richardson over the weekend, and he would have to agree with you about Gary Batman, like how he's been the best for. Maybe not for the players, but for the owner side of it. So, or or the well, or the fans, maybe for the game. But uh, I don't, I don't personally love. Yo, Uppy, you're still bent out of shape about the lockout. Let's call it what. Maybe which one? I, I, went through, I went through two. Well, cons. That's why you hate Batman. I'm still bent out of shape. I'd have a house in the hills if I fucking got to play that year back in '04. Fuck, we would be all. all well, you did all right anyway. So yeah, yeah, you're getting river. I was just, by. I'm getting by, boys. I just wish when they would have canceled the whole College season instead of, instead of starting it in January because fuck, I wasn't quite ready to rock. But is that what happened? Getsy, <laughs> should, we, should we talk about if Getsy will be ready to rock here after 11 months off? Maybe, perhaps. Yeah, Getsy, has this been the longest you've been off throughout your? I mean, you've played a lot of hockey over the years. Yeah. So this, this is, is this must this be is nice a, for you. Yeah, this is the longest I've ever been off, ever, ever since I, even uh, you know me and my wife have talked about it along the way. Here is that like. I've never spent this much time with my family. I've never, I've never been this home this much since I was fifteen. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you even went back home and bought a house in Canada. We did. We went back to Regina. I'm mean, taste of the good get life. The kids it, a little Canadian experience. Yeah. They, they don't get that in Orange County. No, we let them right. uh, experience how I grew up and you know how that's good. How some of the other world looks. Sass. What a real mosquito is. Yeah. I just remember every year the Ducks like for fucking felt like five years straight they were going to the conference finals at least, right? And Cats I'm, I'm waiting to rent Lupul's pad and Uppy's trying to get a rent Camp Fowler's. So I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I like Getsy to win another mug here, but he's got one already. So maybe fucking the Blackhawks knock him out here. I need a house. So so I so I have to stay in Lupul's spare bedroom here for another month. Like fuck, I'd like to get some broads yeah. over if I could, but that's how much hockey. Like, it's when, hard to get broads into a spare bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, uh, I know. I can do Listen, it. Listen, I gotta call my mom. <laughs> he can do it. Connolly can knows all it. about having Connelly's broads. Not in a spare big spare. Yeah, Connolly's not a big spare room guy. He's not a big spare room guy. These oh, guys these. show up at my. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I did use college's spare room a few nights. That's tough. Do you want to come back to my buddy's house? I think I was in there. I used it once. No, it's nice to stay with your buddy, but when you're trying, like, I was, a, I, was a, I was a national leaguer. I'm, like, waiting for my fucking, I'm like, ducks again. We had a good, I mean, obviously in my career, I've been blessed with uh, good teams, good organization. You know, recently, obviously, we're in a bit of a rebuild at the moment. But, um, yeah, we, we went on a good run there that was uh, – that we had a lot of years, a lot of hockey uh, with the Olympics, all that stuff too, and uh, uh, it became a lot of hockey over over a short span. So, last question, I'm going to turn it over to these guys. For, for guys like yourself and Crosby and the, the the veterans that have been around, what 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 does coming back to the game look like for you guys? I mean, it's, it's different, right? Interesting, I mean, right? Um, yeah, I've been people have been asking me all the time, and uh, I've had a lot of questions about when we're coming back, all that kind of stuff. How long I want to play, and honestly, I don't have an answer. It's uh, I'm curious to see what hockey's going to look like going forward. Much like the rest of the world, it's right. this is all stuff that like we're just nobody knows what it's going to look like in six months or or a year for that matter, and and we've never experienced this in our lifetime. Um, such uncertainty on on how things are going to look, what the league's going to look like, uh, how many players are going to be on your team. It's the the whole game is going to be have a different look. Where we're going to play, uh, we play our whole game based on you know uh, fan interaction and like building you up the the buildings that you go into. You talk about tough buildings. Yeah. Um, Cons, you know about this. I'm going to give you your chance, Cons. Coliseum. Talk about the Coliseum. I know. That's a, that, ask, was, that was my lead-in to you, buddy. Ask Johnny Boots how the Coliseum. Yeah. There you go. Way back. I was going to say the United Center. United I knew he Center. was going to come up. I know. I like. Yeah. No, it's going to be – I got you. It's going to be a challenge, boys. I think we yeah. all agree. But let's uh, – you know, let's let's hope that it it does get back to the way it was, and of course and and, it will and, it get, it and will. soon cons. Like, let's just hope, like in the new year, twenty twenty one comes around, January first, fucking NHL pops off with, you know, some some games in Lake Louise, and uh, things oh. get things get exciting. Um, Is that still the plan, January first? That's the plan that's right now. Saying, right? Um, we haven't heard anything else yet, um, so we're we got our fingers crossed. Obviously, the players really want to get back out there, and, and we want to play. I mean, that's the, we've been doing this our whole life, and. Um, to be off this long is has been an experience. Um, I've got to spend more time with my kids than I ever have, which has been absolutely fabulous. But um, at the end of the day, we're we're hockey players, and we want to get back to work, and we want to play, and uh, and we want to play in front of the fans. So as soon as that can happen, we'll be out there. And um, and if you know, and if the fans can't come back right away, we're going to do our best to put a product on the ice that's worth yeah. watching. So, and it's I thought good. they did a great job. The playoffs was a great product. They the guys played hard and. It's going to be like what they're doing in football and baseball. It'll, it'll, they'll start with like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Uh, 5,000 people. Yeah. Right? Because that even helps. I mean, even watching these baseball games, it helps a little and bit. Way better. Totally. Like, that's how much has changed. You see like a half-empty uh, stadium. Yeah. I'm like, here we go. Not fucking cardboard yeah, like, here, we go. Fucking here we go. The Dodgers are rolling. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to watch on TV and get involved with the cardboard cutout. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look at this guy. He's fired up. He did the same pose last like, seven innings. <laughs> guy sleeping over there? What's he doing? I don't know. If you ask me, I'd go watch a fucking game with people. I don't. I'm, I would I'm too. You know what? Wear the mask if you want. Throw the hand sanitizer. Get a seat beside me. Open. Fucking fill whoever else wants to Let's come. Social to. distance. Let's go. Well, so well, I thought, Let's... What, what I thought they should have done is I, I thought they should have been able to sell all the suites. If I oh, want to yeah, go and yeah. be in a suite with ten of my buddies that I trust that yeah. they've been. 
then why not? Yeah. Why can't I go and hang? I'm isolated to my suite. I'm not affecting anybody else. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Nationally, yeah, right? Once a day, I'll take my suite. Yeah. Also, too, let's face it, yes, he has his own suite. He we does. He does at the Honda Center. I knew that. <laughs> if you want to buy the whole upper deck, and just fucking sit up there and have a couple doobies <laughs> and fucking like, watch some hockey. The, let's go. Whole, Come on. I'll take the suite and the whole upper deck there. For <laughs> Let me tell you something. If the Yankees would have made it to the show. But they didn't. Oh, right, shit. Hey, what happened? Oh, no. What happened to your voice? Really? They didn't. No, I'm I know just they curious what happened to Stan. I would have been there. Um, <laughs> um, you would have got your water. way in there, huh? I, I was actually, I was pulled for the Yankees because they're always better when the Yankees in it. And I knew there was fans in the World Series, so I knew that you would have went. The World Series starts tonight. Tonight. Yeah. tonight. tonight. We're going to Kershaw, game one. Is it fucking played in San Diego or Dallas? Dallas. Dallas. Okay, so there is fans. That's good. So we get to see at least some fucking people cheering when that's good. Last baseball Anaheim note. This Mike Trout guy, <laughs> they got to get this guy in. The, they got to get this guy in the in the fucking postseason. Yeah. Oh, have you met Trout at all? Through uh, you know Trout at all? Have you met him through your times in Anaheim, Mike? I Trout? have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. Yeah, I went. Yeah, he's been great. Honestly, uh, Mike. Uh, I met him at a couple golf tournaments, and then uh, I've been I've taken batting practice with the Angels three or four times. Since Mike's been yeah, there, I guess he's a ball player, and Mike's uh, able to get <laughs> look, the water. Look how football player. Look Fuck how long, he can long and Getsy could have been skin. anything if he didn't grow up in Regina. <laughs> he would have been a fucking NFL fo- or baseball player, or whatever, because the guy's an athlete. Volleyball, beach volleyball player. Oh, I love yeah, yeah. When it's all there. said and done, Mike Trout, from a number standpoint, maybe the greatest player of all time. Yeah, he's you know, and I, he's got to get. I in wish the show. he would get. I wish he would get to the playoffs and stuff, and be able to like. You know, prove what he could do in the in the big situations. Right. Yeah, because it's Mike is an unbelievable guy. He's been great with my kids every time they're there. He's awesome. He's he's a fun dude, and obviously he can play ball. He can. Play he looks like he could be a fucking ball. UFC fighter too. Huh? I've seen him well, one I've, time. His yeah. neck is Funny. fucking well, like. Yeah, I like, tried to get him to play D. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, listen, that hey, can you skate? You're yeah. like, I'll be so close to just pass it to yeah. He covers a lot of that field out there, Funny. and yeah. he hits the shit out of the ball. He's yeah. nasty to watch. I remember going to the game, and Loops was like, we go to Angel Stadium, get a big beer, a couple dogs. <laughs> and Loops is like, this is no. Trout. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. couple dogs, a couple should've dogs. should have just had one. <laughs> I should have had one. I probably had a couple, but. That's all right. Veggie dog. I remember Loops is like, this Mike Trout's the number one ranked, you know, Loops was all about baseball, number one ranked baseball player. I was like, wow, really? And I watched him play that night as a kid. I was like, oh, yeah, I can see why. He this might be the best of all time. Yeah. If he can, if he but can, but he needs make to be able to get into the playoffs. He needs yeah, to that's be what I'm saying. He's like, not getting the national know, spotlight. He's wasting waste. away in Anaheim. I hate to say that. Well, I hope they 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 just got a new GM too, right? Yeah. Angels. They got John Madden coaching now, new GM. So hopefully, yeah, he's a great dude. He yeah. came into the locker he likes room the one day wine. and <laughs> oh, I'm John sure he doesn't Madden, mind it. He likes the red wine. No, that's like this thing. Like he's got great wine in the clubhouse, John Madden. Fun fact. Fun fact, After the game. Fun fact for the boys. He's got better Hitch- duck Hitchcock loved Joe Madden. I guess they're, bu- they're buddies. He came Philosophy. into our locker room and did – he came and did our starting lineup one day in the locker room, and he literally was in there, and this was such a baseball mentality because he was in the locker room. He's talking. He's doing our, our, our starting lineup, and he literally spent four minutes talking about each player <laughs> that he knew nothing about. He didn't even know the players. But he would like sit and have a conversation with you, and I'm like, John, fuck, game's yeah, about to here. start, man. Like, where's my elbow pad? Like, <laughs> John, the anthem's about to start here, bro. Yeah. Right <laughs> You're supposed to say the name. Yeah, you just say, God, sorry, Gutslav, Kessler, whatever. Yeah. He was no, he was going through each player. He'd be like, Hey, how are you feeling tonight? You're starting. Oh, yeah, like, I feel pretty good. Going through the whole thing, it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, listen, Getsy, we fucked. It's only been 70 minutes. It's crazy, but we wanted to. First of all, we appreciate you coming in, and, and hopefully we can do this again with you. I know once the season starts up, you'll be busy, but 
Um, we did want to touch on your charity work that you do because maybe our listeners in Canada or, or, or whatever, just how long you've been doing it for. And I know we've played in your golf tournament, and most of us that played in it, you know, finished 18 holes. Right. But most I was of us there went through all 18. Unless, but, you, know, unless most you had of, other options on that. I was there for the that. auction. I teed off. I pulled a hamstring <laughs> on the third hole. Claude did support us that night. He did. He came, because, he came I was to the main event. on the third hole, suffered yeah. an injury, and was sidelined for the remainder of the round. It was a crazy was like, injury. It was like, where was those two cute cart girls? Uh, they went missing, and Connolly left the course. Early. I'll tell you what, our boy PJ McKegg runs it, and I will say this. The Gets Love Golf Tournament, there is no shortage of ladies on. It's every hole there's girls on, which so a beautiful course. And yeah. now that I love golf the way I do, I, I, I took it for granted. Yeah, Monarch. Yeah, so can't you just touch on, on how long it's been going? And We have. We've been doing it for, uh, well, this was supposed to be our 10th year in this September, which was obviously a, a bit of a downfall oh, yeah, in the fact yeah, yeah. that we weren't allowed to do it. Well, I, I don't want to say we weren't allowed to because um, there was just a lot of restrictions that weren't going to allow us to do what we like to do and um, and really enjoy the day and, and show the folks so, you know, the 10th year was going to be our big bang. We wanted to do things right and properly, so we took this year off. And um, But we've been able to raise over $3 million over the last nine years. That's and, awesome. And, wow. and like Steady you said. climb, too. Yeah. I think last been, year was like 700000 Yeah, 700 grand awesome. last year. You didn't um, want to do it without the dunk tank, did it's you? For no, the, we need the dunk for, tank. You can't not have a dunk tank. You gotta have a dunk I got tank. dunked by two babes one time. Yeah, I went did. right down to my undies. I held up the whole group. <laughs> or I held up the whole golf course. I, I go like, in that thing it. every year. Yeah, yeah. I'm just well, like, it's worth the stop. <laughs> I mean, you do put the two cute babes on that course, on that hole. So that I think I went to the first one. The first golf tournament? The I first one. It would have been what year? 2010, 2011? Yeah, what do we carry the two? Yeah, it's carry the yeah. two. Yeah. You might have been subtract, divide it by yeah. yes. To yeah, yeah. You were at the first or second one. I was at the first and like the third one. I we got in trouble at the yeah. auction for for maybe talking Wait, a little that, too much, but you did that, that you did the, the right thing. thing. You said, "Oh, stay, bro. We got to do something." By the way, I got injured uh, early on both rounds. <laughs> it's tough, eh? It's tough when you get injuries on the golf course. Are tough. Eh? Never I'm made the turn. I never made the turn. Like, Cons, where'd you go? I'm back in L.A., bro. Sunday football. Sunday football. Cons, like, why does Getzoff only throw? Nine hole tournament. Like, no, no, no. Everyone else plays 18, Cons. Just... Hey, now Cons will be going 36. You'll be going out. You'll be going 36 bro, be out, out there. To, dude, I'll be in bed the night before early. I'll be out hitting chipping balls at 5 30 a.m. Like, you know this how morning. much I love that you're into golf now. It, it just happens. It's a beautiful is, thing. Yeah. We should bring Cons up to the Fort McMurray to my old. Uh, oh, we, go, we all go. I got a quick story, Mac. too, for, for, yeah, the, yeah. for the listeners. So yeah. I, I did my golf tournament with Chris Phillips up in Fort McMurray, the kids forever. We did it 10 years. Chris Phillips. Yeah, Chris Phillips. Yeah. Steady McMurray. Eddie on the back end there for the sense. So uh, he, he started it. I joined him when I made the NHL. And um, so one year, we're all living in Kelowna. And it's me, me, Getsy, Heatley, uh, Jordan Tutu, and Vern Fiddler. So I'm like, boys, I got the plane. We'll fucking pile in the plane. We'll go up. Getsy's like, really? You're going to get us a plane? I'm like, fuck yeah. So we get there. We get there. Actually, Obi, you were on this plane one time. We get there, and he's <laughs> looking at it. He's thing? like, he's like so which, which one's yeah, ours? Yeah. Which one's ours? I'm like, it's that one right there. He's like, what, the ones with the wheels and the fucking rotors and everything like that? I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking King Air. He's like, it's more like a float plane up, dog. I'm like, so, so it took so a So it's not a jet, it's it a was, plane. It was a three-hour ride. he described it as a jet to begin with. Three-hour ride up to Fort Max. We get there, pre-tournament thing. Getsy's meeting everyone. And terrible guy, terrible guy like, like he is. He, you know, he's, he's mixing it with the, you know, with the crew. And yeah, so we're at, a, we're at Earl's in Fort Max. We're at Earl's there, good restaurant, a bunch of hot babes. Earl's girls. And uh, we're making our way from Earl's over to the Cowboys, which is our which is our bar in Fort Mac. 
And on the way over there, we're walking. There's 10 of us, my buddies. I like that you say our bar. Just for the record, there is only one. So that's <laughs> yeah, why yeah. we were going It is there. our bar. That's it. Yeah. So, and back in the day, you walk in and do whatever you want. Oh, you just don't you try not to get in fights. That was the only thing. So well, I, tell, no, I tell these guys, wrong. I'm like, listen, anything goes in this bar. Like, you can walk into a full fucking roadhouse fist fight city. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'll take care of the boys, eh? Well, meanwhile, I do a couple little mushrooms. I'm fucking tripping my balls off. <laughs> and on the way in, we walk through the parking lot, buddy. Doors, much help. doors open. <laughs> was much oh, help. doors open. It's fucking, it's Royal Rumble. <laughs> I'm talking 20 guys come out. What? This pickup truck comes oh, around, yeah. gets, gets, you gets know he goes, pickup, he wasn't much oh, help. Yeah. This pickup truck comes around. Two guys jump out of the back with fucking two by fours. What? And they start swinging them at people. And I'm like, like old school two by fours. I'm oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Saw Jimmy like, Duggan. Just came from Lowe's. I like, saw Jim Duggan. Literally so, two by four. Yeah. Cops come. The cops are out there. A bunch of guys fight each other. And I'm like, all right, this is the time we go in the bar and pick up all the chicks. Boy, yeah. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and let's be clear. This usually happens at like two in the morning. No, it was Everyone's like wasted. This it was is like when we got 10, to 30, the bar. 10.30. Hey, but that, yeah, we I just got usually, done dinner. Usually, when you leave the bar, you're like, "Heads up, boys!" There's a yeah, couple guys tilting over there. You, you don't go in there and be like, "Heads no. up!" Fucking, <laughs> hey, you're dodging fucking. on the way in. Yeah, it was my brother. It was an experience. Bre- my brother Brento had a good good night. Brento had a tough night. We lost him for a little while. We he lost, lost him. We were, I think we walked home. I want to say we, <laughs> we walked, walked home, home from yeah. the bar later, and we lost Brento. He was uh, he was wandering around Fort Mac. I want to bring up this because when I think about you, Getsy, and I talked to a couple guys about this about you know being a pro. And what it's like to be a young dad, a young captain on a team, the morals you must have. And I and I thought of these four things, and I, I wrote them down. But uh, first, I would say you you live by being a good dad and good husband. Yeah, always always thought that about you. You were a young dad, great dad, good husband. And then next, be a good friend, and he's a fucking great friend. Yeah. And then fucking takes my ne- money on the golf course, but he next? also lets you guys borrow that sprinter. Van, That's fucking is- right. But then what's next after that, when you talk about hockey, is being a good teammate. And I would say, Getsy, I never got to play with you, but you're a fucking great teammate to all the guys you've ever Getsy's played Getsy's one of the best guys to go to the barn with. You won't and catch him in the gym much, but yeah, you, you get no, to train, I actually train, worked out with him a ton. table. Me and Updog used to mix it up in the summer. Fucking <laughs> hey. oh, yes. We'd actually play more tennis than we, we'd actually work out. That's a good workout, though. That's a good workout, though. And then if you could, at the end of the day, you tell your boys on your team, be a fucking good hockey player. Because then if you put those all together, you're going to be fucking you'd be a good team. If you put all those together, you'll be a you'll be a Hall of Famer and you'll fucking make I don't know what you made for a lot. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. a lot. Jersey goes up you on the wall. Sprinter van. Yeah, totally. you gotta, you gotta, well, I appreciate that. But man. it's an it's an admirable thing, fucking when you have a guy like Getsy in the in the studio t- and he's giving it to. Yeah, us. I'll tell you what. I mean, last year when you played your thousands game, I was like, you know, I got to tell. I I knew it was coming up, and you said, oh, it was my thousands game, and I was like. Thinking man, back that's to a lot of games. Thinking games, back to man. like the days, hard. the days I met Gets, like the first summer camps we did together when we were staying at the fucking Double Tree. And, what, a t- what a tr- yeah. double tree that was. That double Tree. And I'm like, f- we're fucking around and screwing up the, the workout. Simpler times, and, right? Easier yeah. times. Sean Scans, like, pay attention to me and Gets are fucking off in the corner laughing, having a good time. And then I was like, wow, thousand games. Like, it goes like that. So it was, uh, but I could tell the whole thousand games, the thing they were doing the ceremony for you. I'm like, Getsy just wants the game to start, huh? You want yeah. you hate it. You're I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Getsy is not happy that like this is his night. He played a thousand games, and he's like, "Can we just get this going and get this game started?" So yeah, yeah. I respected that about you too. It's it's never been about you, Getsy, and that's why that's why you've won and done everything. Guys love playing with you. Well, I appreciate that, but no, it's been uh, I've been very fortunate. I I came in the league at a great time and learned from a lot of great people, and um, been very fortunate to play on some good teams. So yeah, it's. Uh, 
the success comes from the people around you, obviously. I didn't get to finish my story about the Roxy. I'm going to finish it here. This is the last thing I'm going to say. So the whole team goes out, and we're waiting for the bus in the morning, right? (laughs) We're like, all right, everyone's on the bus. And we're like, where the fuck is Todd Marchant? (laughs) 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 All the young guys are on. Penner, O'Brien, Perry. like Penner was on the bus. Granted, we don't look great. We don't look great. (laughs) It's raining in Vancouver. We got our sunglasses on, and no Todd Marchant. So Marcy came down to San Diego and was ripping me, and I'm like, Marsha, you want me to tell these young kids about the fucking story where you missed the bus in Vancouver or not? Because if you keep staying on me, I'm letting these fuckers know. But um, anyways, Getsy, we love you. You're welcome anytime. We know you're busy, but I mean, that flew by. Um, Uppy, talk about our merch. Let's that you talk put about put, the shirts, put, yeah, boys. Tell them what's going on. How do on. these feel? Getsy, how does your shirt feel? It feels wonderful. Feel? Yeah. This is just good, good quality so stuff So Getsy's here. wearing, with boys, <laughs> listeners, we got, we got our new merch in. We got four, we got four, four tarps. Four We're tarps. We're going to call them tarps. Yeah. yeah. Three hats, four hats. You know, I got I got the soft blue one on here with that the one. with the face. Obi, this that guy one looks amazing. That one looks amazing. That's Captain Khan's got a couple in the back, but but uh, for our listeners out there, we finally we've been listening to you. We got some merch. We got some hats, and uh, they'll be up on the website here probably by the end of the week. So we're launching a new website, and uh, we want you guys all to feel like you're part of this and pick up a tea. And uh, fucking a, miss some curfew. Yeah, great job on the merch. Getsy, your legend. Uh, thanks for listening, folks.